0: Welcome to River City 360, views and news from around Winnipeg. I'm Nolan Bicknell. River City 360 is a brand new show right here on CJNU every Sunday morning at 8.30. A project of the Winnipeg Foundation, we provide views and news from around Winnipeg. Sharing stories that matter to our community is our promise to you, our listeners. We're able to bring you this weekly show thanks to our partners at Community News Commons and CJNU 93.7 FM. Thanks for listening. This week on River City 360, we're still talking about nutrition because March is nutrition month, so we'll be joined in studio by Christa Doucette, founding executive director of Food Matters Manitoba. And later in the show, Robert Zirk joins us to talk about an interesting photography ex- exhibit that uh, we, vis- we both visited earlier this week that's creating a much-needed dialogue about racism in our city. And later in the show, Noah Ehrenberg of Community News Commons will join us for his weekly news roundup and a very special interview with a fantastic local musician, Carly Dow. These stories, great music, and much, much more today on River City 360. Today we are joined in studio by Krista Doucette, the executive director of Food Matters Manitoba. Thank you very much for joining us, Krista.
1: Thanks, Nolan, for having me.
0: No problem. So this month is nutrition month, and we wanted to talk to an expert in the field and, and sort of get get your opinion and your insights on to how Manitobans and Winnipegers specifically can sort of improve their nutrition. So maybe start us off by telling what you do with Food Matters Manitoba and what your goals are.
1: Sure. Well, I'm the founding ED at Food Matters, and at Food Matters, we really want to start from a, a place of vision and really imagining what our society would look like if every Manitoban and every family had access to good food. And and that's our, our long-term goal, is really working to make sure that all of us, regardless of our income level, uh, are able to access the good food that we need to be healthy and to just achieve the most that we can in life.
0: When you say being healthy, it can also mean eating right can basically help you prevent d- diseases caused by poor nutrition, right?
1: Completely. We know that in manitoba diet related chronic disease and those include diabetes heart disease stroke um, and the cost of treating those are really rapidly rising and uh, in 2014 38 percent of the provincial budget and some people say closer to 50 percent was actually spent on out on care. so we know that that's a that's an underlying challenge and it's healthcare something that we hold very dear to canadian society and so that's something that's really important and i think what we need to do is get upstream from that statistic
0: how important is it for early childhood nutrition to get into good habits like that?
1: Across Manitoba, we know that kids are cooking with a debit card in a microwave, and we really want to change that, whether it's at the family level, whether there's kids, regardless of your income level, uh, who know how to how to cook. So if we have, you know, an older sibling, you know, or a parent that, that really enjoys cooking, um, that gives you a really great foundation for your relationship to food. And I think in North America, we've shifted to seeing food as fuel, as gasoline for our bodies. And it really is, is more than that. It's deeply connected. When we talk about, you know, family events, we always talk about, you know, getting together around food. So it's part of our culture, it's part of our society, whether that's, uh, you know, we're very lucky to have a diverse agricultural sector here in Manitoba. Uh, and we also know that we really need to be connecting to food uh, from a health level. So whether you're doing that at the family level or even from a system-wide level, looking at how food is, is uh, enmeshed in our culture.
0: We're speaking with Christa Doucette, Executive Director of Food Matters Manitoba, and after the musical break, we'll ask her what people can do if they don't have time or money to be healthy. In the meantime, here's Jim Crochet with his song Photographs and Memories, right here on River City 360.
2: Photographs and memories Christmas cards you sent to me All that I have, are these To remember you Is that come at night Take me to another time Back to a happier day When I called you mine But we sure had a good time When we started way back when Morning walks and bedroom talks Oh, how I loved you then Scars and lullabies Nights we couldn't say goodbye And of all of the things that we knew Not a dream survived graphs and memories all the love you gave to me somehow it just can't be true It's all I've left of you.
0: We are talking to Christa Duucette founding ED of Food Matters Manitoba. Now Krista, before the break we were talking nutrition. What do you say to people who, whose excuse is, well, I don't have time or I don't have the money to, right. to eat healthy?
1: It's really about priorities and, and and I'm a mom of a two-year-old and so the amount of time that I have is dramatically decreased and I can understand where families are coming for much more now when I look at how much time is available. We also know that, that everyone wants the best for their families and it's around shifting priorities. I heard some really interesting statistics about the amount of not just screen time but TV time. We feel like we have less leisure time than any other society in history and yet we have probably the most so it's reprioritizing that and finding a way, even if it's once a week to sit down over a family meal and, and really connect and there's amazing statistics about um, sitting down and creating that time whether that's once a week, three times a week, every day uh, to connect around the dinner table really increases family trust it means your kids are more likely to turn to you or your grandkids um, if they're having a challenge, you can you know debrief about the day and it's it's just carving out that time and I know that it's incredibly difficult um, to do that and, and cooking doesn't have to necessarily be really hard, there's great you know, easy ways to to access healthy food, but we do need to make it high a higher priority because we're seeing in this deeply held um, value in our healthcare system, we're seeing the numbers, and the numbers aren't lying.
0: I think the more that we talk about it, the more sort of we shift the education about what food means, and you know, buying local and supporting local, and eating fresh, healthy food, and preparing it yourself, as opposed to just those microwavable you know, de- like you said, debit in a microwave and we got to shift away from kids thinking that that's okay and, and from parents thinking that that's okay.
1: Yeah, and I think it's it's really exciting because it's, it's something that is good for your body and it also can taste really great. <laughs> yeah. And that's one of the bonuses we're not talking about, you know, just taking vitamins or something like that. This is a really fun way to reconnect uh, and I think Winnipeg has so many amazing opportunities because of where we sit in the heart of agricultural country and also traditional harvesting lands. We're in Treaty 1 territory here and there's a lot of traditional food connections and food harvesting opportunities and I think it, it, we're hearing from a lot of First Nations communities reclaiming those food skills so whether that's your own personal culture um, or learning about new Canadians or, or having Food Matters also provides um, opportunities for new Canadians to share their food and their cultural skills with their new neighbours and so I think that's really exciting so whether you know it's learning how to cook or, or doing reading a recipe or cooking for, from scratch I think that's great we welcome people to visit our website food matters Manitoba dot CA sign up for our newsletter it's called the beat and uh, it's a great way to keep informed find out about what kind of events are happening uh, and also you know feel free to join us uh, join you know food matters Manitoba in good food work as a donor and/ or a volunteer and none of the work that Food Matters is able to do would be possible without the donors and also the really strong support and and visionary support from the Winnipeg Foundation. They've been really leading these initiatives, which is really exciting, around good food.
0: Thank you, Krista Doucette, Executive Director of Food Matters Manitoba. You can visit their website, foodmannersmanitoba.ca. Sign up for the newsletter, The Beat. Um, Get involved, because the more people that are educating themselves and educating the next generation, uh, the better it's going to be across the board for everyone. So thanks, Krista for taking the time to sit with us.
1: Thanks again for having me. No problem.
0: You are listening to River City 360 and we are joined in studio now by senior producer for RC360, Robert Zirk. Robert, thanks for sitting down with us. Glad to be here. Now, you and I went to kind of a cool event on Thursday, which right. was called Perception. Perception. Uh, it was a photography exhibit by local artist Casey Adams. Um, basically, the exhibit was she took a picture of various models, and on the left, it was sort of a negative frowning face with a typically a racial slur or something negative, and then on the right, it was a smiling face, and it kind of showed the reality of who that person truly was. It was a very pro- provocative exhibit, but why do you think uh, the artist Casey Adams wanted to do something like this? And not only that, why do you think it's important for Winnipeg?
3: It's very important for Winnipeg. Casey herself mentioned in her artist statement that one of the things that really drew her to, uh, to putting together this project was social media. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the negative comments that people were leaving most of the time anonymously yeah. that referenced a lot of these stereotypes. One of the people that we spoke with was Trisha Wozni. She's the manager of public art at the Winnipeg Arts Council. And she had an interesting perspective herself about the project. It really takes those
4: stereotypes that we hear and make us cringe, she puts them out there for people to see, and then counters them with these other thoughts that are the real people. And I think that's really important because I think there are those perceptions out there still to this day, even though it's a horrifying thought, and I think it's really important to put that in people's
0: faces. So getting the project out into the public is important, I imagine, instead of, you know, just being in an art gallery or something where people aren't going to be as exposed to it.
3: Definitely. And that's what George Bass, who manages the philanthropy programs at Walmanisa Insurance, was telling us. And as part of why Walmanisa made a donation in support of the exhibit was the fact that it was able to bring an important social issue out to the general public.
5: They're going to display them on billboards and around buses and in high traffic public areas so that people who might not generally go into an art gallery to see these sorts of things will see it. It's very public art and it's going to lead, I think, I hope, to a
0: very public discussion. So some of these public areas uh, include the Winnipeg Art Gallery, Portage Place and the United Way. But uh, Casey spoke a lot. She said a lot about just starting a dialogue and starting the conversation. And do you think this exhibit's going to do so?
3: I think so. Uh, Casey herself mentioned that it's not about pointing fingers necessarily. It's about acknowledging the negative, but the outcome is intended to be positive. Mm -hmm. She wants things to be better. That was also what motivated some of the models uh, whom we spoke with, including Brennan Manikesek. Well, the idea is to be positive, but at the same time, too, it's also facing the ugly truth of what racism is, and words hurt, terminology hurts. I'm always also moved by some of the stories of the other models. Like, for instance, Casey's mother, you know, just the terminology, dirty little Indian, you know, it brought her to tears to recall those things. And she's, like, you know, well into her 60s. And, you know, even myself, in terms of, like, the... A label I chose, a tax burden, it was always like something that negatively resonated with me in terms of just like this terrible phrase that just implied a lot of drains on not just the system, but just in terms of my inability to contribute to not just society, but my own community, my own family. So I wanted to kind of tackle that negative terminology and just provide something positive, especially for my kids. We also talked to Jordan Wheeler, Uh, he was another one of the models, and he talked about his own experiences dealing with negative stereotyping and racism and why it was important for him to be a part of this project.
5: It struck me right away what Casey was trying to do and it tapped into, and she talked about her family history and things that were said to her mom and it brought up stuff when I was a kid, because I'm half white, unless you, you know, read my cheekbones. I'm not visibly native to a lot of people. So when my mom would get up off the bus and I would stay on the bus, people would turn around and say, is that your real mom? How can that be possible? And I could hear what people said when they didn't know that I was native. And when it happened around my kids, I was more prone to standing up and and not confronting, but just trying to politely say, you know, maybe you shouldn't call your kid a dirty little Indian, especially in front of my native child. So that, their suggestion, what you wanted to do with the project, stood up all those... All that history and all those emotions. And I thought I owed it to a lot of people if I was offered the chance to to go through something like this.
0: Fantastic stuff. So where can our listeners go to find out more about uh, Perception?
3: The images from Perception will be downtown in public places until the end of April. As you alluded to, you know, there will be posters, advertisements, billboards, building projections... I don't think you're going to be able to miss it if you're downtown cool. within the next month um, you can also check it out online so that's at perceptionseries.com there's a gallery of all the photos along with a little bit more about the project and the statement from Casey Adams herself.
0: Fantastic. I, I believe there's also a story up on Community News Commons which you can check out there as well. Coming up after the break we speak with the convener of Community News Commons Noah Ehrenberg and we find out just what's going on in this week in community journalism. Stay tuned to River City 360. Every time I- River City 360. Every week we are joined in studio by convener of Community News Commons, Noah Ehrenberg. And this week is no different. So Noah, welcome to River City 360. Thanks. It's great to be here. So uh, I guess... As I always ask you, what's been happening this week on Community News Commons?
5: Well, quite a bit of stuff is being reported by Citizen Reporters. Uh, Doug Kretschmer reported on the Waste Not Winnipeg's first ever stuff swap, which was a huge success. Uh, people donated all sorts of things, and they helped themselves to what others were giving away. Um, the organizer even said that they might want to make this a regular event. I, every- I saw
0: the t- I saw the tweet from the organizer that said um, they actually ran out of space. Exactly. So they, they told people to stop bringing stuff, so they're going to have to... <laughs> Definitely do another event, I think.
5: Yes, very popular uh, thing to do in Winnipeg. Garage sales are, are all the rage. <laughs> That's I would huge. Say. Well, my mom, especially, is a <laughs> yard sale fanatic. Especially ones that are free. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Um, so, a,
5: a lot of big news was uh, Bill C 51
0: this week. Was there anything on CNC about
5: that? Yeah, you know, the anti terrorism bill that the government of Canada is um, wanting to uh, pass uh, got some uh, reaction from Winnipegers who held a protest uh, at City Hall and uh, throughout downtown Winnipeg. Paul S. Graham, citizen reporter, uh, had some video coverage of that, as well as Michael Welsh uh, did a story. So uh, there were some interesting uh, pieces about that on CNC.
0: Very interesting. And uh, as our previous segment, Robert and I talked about uh, the racism in Winnipeg. The CNC poll question for I
5: Wonder Winnipeg was published this week as well what was the results of that well every month we ask a question of winnipegers and this month the question was do you see or personally encounter racism in winnipeg mm-hmm. and uh the results were published this week 57% said yes they do see racism hmm. uh, on a regular basis at least once a week or experience it 38% said that they um occasionally Maybe once a month, or, uh see racism or or encounter it, and then just five percent said that they had never seen or experienced racism in Winnipeg. So um, that was, uh, I think, significant finding, and uh, absolutely, it, it, it kind of reflects another story that we were uh, reporting this week, which you guys just uh, spoke about on air. Here was the uh, OG Cree artist Casey Adams unveiled her groundbreaking exhibit "Perceptions," which you uh, had uh, spoken right. about earlier in the show. Exactly.
0: Um, so. Uh Every week, I want your personal music ex- musical expertise, and this week I'm I understand you have a sort of a special gu- special guest involved as well.
5: Indeed, uh, you know it's uh, a lot of musicians very hardworking. It takes a lot of time and energy to make it in the music industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, luckily, this community here in Manitoba for musicians is very collaborative. It's very supportive, and um, this week I'd like to feature Carly Dow, who actually is on the line with us. But before we uh, talk to her, I'd like to play her um, latest. Um, installment, which is called Down This Road from her soon-to-be-released solo album Ingrained, here on River City 360 on CGNU 93.7 FM
6: I can feel the heat creeping up in me every time
5: new single called Down This Road from Manitoba musician Carly Dow. It's from her new album entitled Ingrained, which is due out in May. And Carly joins us now on the line from Clear Lake, Manitoba, where she now lives. Carly, welcome to River City 360.
7: Hello, thanks for having me.
5: Well, it's a pleasure to have you. Uh, maybe you can describe for us the excitement you must be feeling as you get ready to release your first uh, solo studio album.
4: Yeah, I'm pretty ecstatic about the whole thing. Um, this is my debut solo album. I've played in bands for many years around Manitoba, and it feels so good to finally get these songs out into the world.
5: I bet it does. It's such a huge undertaking. I, I know that m- most people who aren't musicians may not appreciate how enormous an effort it takes to create an album. What what would you say would be the most challenging or rewarding thing about all of this type of activity?
4: Um, for me, the most challenging thing personally is probably um, trying to manage all of the (laughs) non-musical components of releasing an album, all of the promotion and marketing, all of the internet time that you have to spend and getting your product out there. Um, I'm finding that's pretty difficult, especially now as a solo artist, whereas before with a band I was able to share these tasks with other members so now it's all on me (laughs) Hmm. and yeah that's pretty challenging Um, in terms of rewarding I found I've grown a lot creatively throughout the process of working specifically on my own songs and co-producing the album with a couple other people and just feeling myself grow creatively and it's really exciting
5: That's excellent and and who plays on the album?
4: I've kind of got a few players. We've got um, Ashley Allen bass, Matt Philopoulos on lap steel and electric, mm. Dan Burtnick on drums, and we've got some vocalists: uh, Rain Hamilton and Rihanna. And Jesse also plays Rhodes and sings. So it's oh, and Julian Bradford on cello. So we oh, wow. pretty good cast of good. people in there.
5: That's an excellent cast. That's a yeah. a, a collaborative effort, I would say.
7: Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat>
5: Uh, So what's it like being an independent uh, musician in Manitoba?
4: Um, Well, you don't feel too lonely because it's a pretty incredible community, especially I've found in the folk roots community. Um, Everyone is very community-based. It's not very competitive. Um, Everyone's very supportive of each other's music. So it feels good. It feels really good to be an independent musician in this province.
5: Yeah, it certainly is a collaborative community, isn't it?
7: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
5: If um, it, it, would you give us some details on the uh, album release? Uh, when 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 is that? Where is it? What, what can we expect?
4: Um, I'm excited that it was just na- announced yesterday. Um, it's going to be on May 13th at the West End Cultural Center, and that's a Wednesday night. And we've got Roger, Roger, and the Crooked Brothers opening up with a special trio act so it's going to be a pretty great night. I'm really looking forward to it. Well, I
5: bet you are. Uh, where where can people get tickets?
4: Uh, they can get them online uh, at Ticketfly.com mm-hmm. or at the West End box office or Music Trader or the Winnipeg Folk Fest music store.
5: Oh, well, that's terrific. Is there anything else you want to tell us about the album or about uh, your efforts putting it out?
4: Well, I'm just, uh, I'm really excited b- because it's a very big part of me in a, pretty small package and I feel like in a lot of ways the album is pretty personal and reflective but in the context of a natural setting and I think it's reflected in the sounds we got part of it was recorded out at Riding Mountain National Park we've got some beautiful log cabin sounds in the album so it's just it's just a really big accomplishment for me to be doing this and I'm So happy to be sharing it with everyone so soon
5: and we're so happy to have you sharing it with all of us that that's terrific Uh, big congratulations to you Carly for a great job and uh, keep up the terrific work
7: thanks
5: so much Noah okay take care thank you to Noah Ehrenberg of Community News
0: Commons and to Carly Dow whose album release is May 13th at the West End Cultural Center Thanks for listening to River City 360. If you'd like to hear more news and views from around Winnipeg, please go to rivercity360.org for all of our past episodes, features, and interviews. River City 360 is a project of the Winnipeg Foundation in partnership with Community News Commons and CJNU 93.7 FM. I'm Nolan Bicknell. We'll see you next week, bright and early.